You're listening to Oh Yoshi Did It Podcast with Yoshi Obayashi and Lilith Arvai. Hey everyone, I'm in, where the heck am I, Ernie? What part of LA is this? Palms, okay. I'm in Palms at Ernie's residence with uh, Lilith, of course, and um, <clears throat> Eugene's here too. Anyway, I'm here with my very good close friend. Um, <laughs> Eugene just gets headphones, you yeah. guys, just so you know. <laughs> no just microphone. Only one Asian, one, only one Asian guy at a time. <laughs> Just, just know you still look smarter, Eugene. Yeah, glasses. You got the glasses. There's the before and after <laughs> picture. So I'm here with my friend Cherry Ferretti, and um, I'm I'm glad I'm glad she's back. Um, I am she's, too. She um, she moved to Texas, and um, I have no idea why. <laughs> I do fi- I do find Texas very interesting, but I think you you strike more like um, California girl, and mm-hmm. I, I really missed uh, miss you when you move, and we'll get in detail, and uh, I want everyone to be patient because this is a um, very important podcast episode, and uh, she's back in California. She she was kind enough to do uh, my um, dumb our dumb podcast <laughs> after what thirty hours? I mean, how many hours of traveling today? Ah, uh, God, I left my house at 7 this morning central time, so 5 o'clock here. Yeah, so, so you've been traveling and, and, and you finally had a meal. I finally had a meal at like 8 o'clock tonight here. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I really appreciate it because I know you're very busy next week or so. So no she's, um, um, I may, uh, um, you know, I work in adult business, so she's in adult business. She's coming back to work first time in three years. Three years. And I guess you're going to meet with Larry Flint tomorrow, or when are you meeting? Monday, I think. Monday. I can't remember. Okay, so you know she she she's back in the business. She disappeared. I was very concerned for her, and uh, I find out later why. Why? Um, but uh, before we get to that important part later on, and um, I, I, I want to get to know more about you. So, um, and you, you know, pretty let, much know everything. I, I know everything, but. <laughs> The listeners know, and I want to surprise Lily too because I'm curious about her opinion, and I, I I didn't want her to know too much. It's better to get a natural. I did Google you. You Googled so me. I know a I'm bit. so sorry yeah. for what you saw. No, I saw good stuff. Okay. You have nice breasts. I. You should see them now. They're like three sizes bigger. Nice. Yes. It's I, phenomenal. I got I guess a free that's what boob Ernie's job. saying by his you got a free, How'd eyes. you get a free boob job? I had two kids. Okay, see, that's my plan. So that's good to know. Yeah. I feel like I'll have boobs when I have kids. Well, my friend... Like a delayed puberty thing. My friend lost boobs during pregnancy. Well, I, oh. Yeah. Wait, that, that happens? Apparently. I, Did I, she have big boobs to begin with? Kind of. Oh, see, I don't. So oh. there, There's not much I can lose. Yeah. I can only gain. It. You can do it. I, I, I have faith in you. Thank I, you. Thank you. I didn't know when you give birth that you the breast can go smaller. I didn't know that. Is, that, like, is that a common knowledge? Well, like she breastfed. It happens. She breastfed for yeah. a year. And yeah. I mean, let's be honest. If you're in Somalia or uh, Ethiopia, then I'm sure you, you lose your breath for many <laughs> other reasons. But 
I didn't know that. Yeah. That just it happened. Everyone's body camera sees different. Right. Did you breastfeed? I did both of them. For how long? Uh, the first one for five months until I got pregnant with the second, and then I nursed the second until about two weeks ago. I see. So how old is the second one? Uh, she's eight months now. Oh, congratulations! And she started walking. Good for and her. Yeah, she's walking. I know it's driving me crazy. Cool. <laughs> well, good for you for breastfeeding. Yeah, I tried. By the way, yeah, I tried. Awesome. So much <laughs> to learn. I know, mom. <laughs> so where do you want to start, Yoshi? Well, let, let me give description of Because I have questions for you, too. Okay. Cherry, you're, <laughs> you're about five it. foot four? Four and a half. Five and four <laughs> and a half. <laughs> give me the Burnett, extra half. Beautiful face, beautiful body, and you have um, glasses. And I, I, think, glasses. I think what people, most people don't know is that you're an extremely smart girl. You, you're an accounting major. Yes. And... Um, you really didn't have to get into adult business. You could have Mm-mm. easily been mm-hmm. CPA and all that I stuff. I could have, but yeah. I didn't want to. <laughs> right. Why didn't you want to? I mean, it's just not as fun as fucking on camera. I mean, <laughs> that's... But what, where's the shift? Where's your brain go? Like, what made it go from, like, I'm studying accounting and I, I could get a really good job making money, and then, or I'd rather fuck... Well, my dad's a CPA, uh-huh. and I worked for his firm since I was 14, mm-hmm. and so I did accounting classes in high school and stuff, but when I was 14, I also figured out that I liked women. Um, and I yeah. said... Yeah. Yeah. And... <laughs> illegally downloaded stuff on the internet um when i was a kid you know um and saw some videos of miss chasey lane mm-hmm. and when i saw her perform i was like that's what i want to do um so i worked at 14 at 14 wow okay so um when i became 18 i started my own website what, Wait, why why yeah. why chasey lane i don't know i just liked her a lot like her persona just how lively she was what was it about her that made you want to emulate her her lifestyle and her profession? Just and she seemed like she was having so much fun. Like she really liked sex, and I I really did too at that point. For I those, mean, I still do. But for those of you who don't have time or inclination, look her up. She's an extremely beautiful girl, and she was She's one gorgeous. time vivid girl, and she was also in a movie with Ray Allen. Uh, she, he got what's that? The game? basketball player. He got game. Um, Spike Lee movie. Yeah, there's a scene where Ray Allen's character is recruited by a top college, and um, the recruiter sent two hookers. One of them have to be chasing Lane. Ah. Mm. Um, I like her a lot, but I, 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 she has substance issue, and I think yeah. last time I remember, she was kind of fucked up. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of videos out on YouTube of her being like pretty messed up before shoots. And, you know, that's a big thing. in the industry is you can't be under the influence of anything if you're shooting, you know, I, do they monitor that with drug tests or well, they don't monitor it, but gauging. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you seem like you're out of it, they're not going to shoot you because fans will pick up on that, too. There's a famous clip in YouTube where she's in bathroom for hours and hours mm-hmm. at a time and she's fighting the producer and. It's very. I I met her a couple of times. She's a very nice girl. How, but, um, why did they put that on YouTube? It's like, did someone try to ruin her reputation by putting that on YouTube, or why is that, that video I, on YouTube think, of her? I think. I think. Honestly, I think the producer did it just to show people because she was probably going around bad mouthing him for not shooting her, okay. and he wanted proof. You yeah, know, I see. It could be a cautionary tale, but um, um, you know it. I can't imagine being a woman and 
constantly worry about what you look like and this because this is something that you guys all deal with whether you admit it or not mm-hmm. you know you have to worry and just imagine so you're a young gal you have to worry about what you look like because you're constantly getting judged by men mm-hmm. but worst of all you're getting judged by other women let's oh, be yeah. honest right more so than the men for sure <laughs> So More critically by other women. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's be, I think women are pretty vicious when it comes to yeah, criticizing other women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but not only are you, are you getting, you're getting judged by what you look like, you're also getting judged the way you fuck. So, I mean, I, I, like I said, I have a lot of respect for women in porn because guys, we're just a bunch of furniture. So we're pretty useless. It's all about women, unless you're doing gay porn. That, that's the only <laughs> exception to the rule. But um, so it's really tough. I can't even imagine being judged by what you look like, how your fu- body's functioning, how you're fucking, and things like that. And you know, you've been to those conventions. Oh, Some yeah. of these guys will say stuff like, "Oh, I thought your boobs are bigger," or you know what I mean. Like I never had that happen. Well, okay, not you. I mean, no, I've seen it happen, but not to me personally. I mean, how many conventions have you done? How many years? Oh, ABN? Gosh, um, I did ABN like three years, and then any bad experience no i had a lot of fun (laughs) (laughs) i had too much fun honestly um i I mean i I was i was the only girl that's ever been able to walk into the avian awards wearing blue jeans chucks Mm -hmm. and a white t-shirt everyone else is in these like thousand dollar dresses and i walked in like that and nobody said anything they're like ah that's just cherry you know Cause that was I mean, <laughs> Lily, yeah. you know, she's an attractive girl, but she doesn't look like a porno girl. You know what I'm saying here? Well, I don't she, have she much makeup on right now. <laughs> by, well, I think you should define that. By that, you mean like some a girl who walks around dressed very provocatively, provocatively, where someone would assume yeah. or want to assume she does that for a living. Right. And no, you definitely don't dress like that, and you Mm-mm. are very <laughs> normal and, and healthy looking. And, and that's the thing because she yeah. doesn't do any drugs. Yeah. Anymore. And, and, um, <laughs> Anymore. Anymore. Oh, we have so much to get into. Can we get back to where, um, so you're 14 and you were watching yeah. these videos and you got into it and you're like, I want to have sex with women. and Pretty uh, much. And I want to do it on camera. Yeah. And then when I was 18, I started my own website and started doing cam shows. At the time, you are in Texas, right? Mm-hmm. So what was that like? Because Texas is not really known for porn hub. No. So what was that like doing it in Texas? I mean, I did it myself at home, so it wasn't a big deal. But there was a company based out in Austin that was shooting. Um, when, you, when you say you did it on your own, you, you set up the website? Yeah, and I, I built my own website. I shot my own content. And, and you were able to receive payments for it? Mm-hmm. You did everything? Yeah, yeah I did so everything. You, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I went to school for accounting, so I know how to do business. Yeah. <laughs> So you knew how to run your own business. That's awesome. Exactly. What did you grow up religious? <laughs> That's a funny story. Um, sort of. Do tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, I grew up in a Lutheran household. Um, my dad was Catholic, but converted for my mom, and I actually got us kicked out of the Lutheran church. When I, I was remember this. Can you? Eleven. Can you? <laughs> when you were eleven, you little troublemaker. Yeah. That's awesome. What'd you do? Yeah. I started questioning stuff, and I got in trouble. I can't remember exactly what it was. I started questioning, but you know, so who did you question? Um, the Jesus. No, I mean like in the church. Um. Well, obviously, I mean, it was Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> She's <laughs> not a Jew. I'm not a Jew. <laughs> I, I would be a terrible Jew. But you did major in accounting, right? So that's a Jewish kind of thing. That is no? kind of Jew. <laughs> Maybe I would make a good I Jew. Kid. I don't have a nose. So. <laughs> but do you? I'm do terrible. You, do you remember? 
the spirit of conversation? You don't have to give me detail, but what were you questioning? Well, like? they, they, uh, I think we were in Bible study, and um, I went to school at the Lutheran preschool and stuff. And mm-hmm. then every Wednesday, I would do uh, logos, which is like Lutheran, whatever. I don't even remember. And so they made me after school go to Lutheran school. Right. And the teacher was saying something, and I was like, that doesn't even make any sense. Right. And so she sent me to the pastor's office, and <coughs> that's basically when my parents decided to stop going to church because I embarrassed them so bad with my questions. Where, where in Texas again? Sorry. Um, Houston. Houston, okay. Yeah, right outside of Houston. Wow, so they decided not to go to, to church. They haven't been since I was 11. Mm-hmm. Are, they, do they, are they still religious, but my they mom, just don't go to church? <laughs> My mom says she is, but she's, I can't even remember the last time she went to church. Like, she's all about, oh, Jesus this and Jesus that, and Noah's Ark really happened, but I can't even remember the last time she went to church. I mean, you could be still religious, not go to religious institution. Yeah, that's true. I mean, she was raised pretty strict Lutheran, you know, Mm. I mean, where she was from, it was pretty common out there. So, so you cut your ties early. Good for you. Pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> After that, I was like, okay, this is stupid. I'm done. <laughs> I'm just glad that, that your parents supported you. you Mostly. Know what I mean? Yeah. Supported you in doing porn? No, 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 no. Oh. I'm, I'm just saying. Oh, no, the, the, the movement. That, 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 that church, Away from the church. church people yeah. are giving her a hard time. Like, all right, well. Well, I mean, no, they were more embarrassed than anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they would have continued going, but. They were just so upset with the questions I was asking and why. But they I, were were they angry with you? Oh yeah. Oh, they were. Oh yeah. yeah. My mom still kind of resents me. In fact, she's trying to get my um, almost two year old daughter to go to that preschool. Um, of course, uh, you say no. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm like, no, mom. You know, we're gonna homeschool, and she's already smart for her age. I think she'll be okay without, you know. Religious preschool. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is uh, child abuse. It, it is. It really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it can be fun, but not a religious one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So after that, uh, <laughs> obviously, you're extremely pretty and cute, but you have a brain, and maybe people don't give you credit because you look sweet. Most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, oh, and I, I know Lily doesn't know this. At one point, what was that damn video game? The War of... Um, World of Warcraft. They made some reference to you, like... Um, uh, oh, yeah. Um, Hustler called me the World of Warcraft princess. Yeah. I was pretty excited Are about you a big gamer? You well, like I used to be before mm-hmm. I had kids. Oh, yeah. Cool. Well, your, your kids are the well, war yeah. now. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> um, you know, I think I'd, I'd still be a gamer if I had the time to. Yeah. You know, I just like play The Sims or Angry Birds. <laughs> get my fix at this point. Cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So you you worked in Texas, and eventually you made a decision to move to L.A. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How old were you when you moved? <sighs> Did you um, move to L.A. to also pursue? Yeah. Work? Well, I I had come out here. Um, because w- was that a difficult decision once you made a decision? No. No. Not at all. I I kind of always had a calling towards here, even mm-hmm. when I was pretty young i'd say like 16 i knew i wanted to be out in california i yeah. didn't i couldn't explain it um but i had my website going and i had a little bit of a fan base and i got contacted by one of the guys that own um well owned la direct models mm-hmm. and uh 
came out here and talked to them and signed with them and and, and L- LA out. Direct is one it still is one of the biggest agency correct yes it still is yeah mm-hmm. and uh, you're you don't look too happy about that I don't really like, like them no <laughs> Can they, you tell us why? You they, they, Derek's an asshole. <laughs> he, did, what did, did he do something to you? Not well. I mean, he just he's got a reputation in business like supposedly abusive to girls. Yeah, like he tries to mentally Abuse. conquer mm-hmm. women, mm-hmm. and I'm not for that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm running a business, and if he has anything, you know, if he had a problem with how I was doing my stuff or trying to. You know, I think what really it was, um, he had put me on a set and told them that I was going to do something that wasn't on my okay list. Mm -hmm. And I left because I wasn't going to do it. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, Cherry, you have to do this. Like, I'm terrible with his accent. His English. Yes. (laughs) But uh, oftentimes, you know, when, when you have young girls just turned 18, moved to L.A., they're scared because these guys intimidate them or say things like, if you don't do this, you're not going to be able to work anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, it takes a lot of a uh, well-grounded person to say, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, you know. Can you say what that was that you didn't want to do? Um, anal. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing that at that time. Um, and mm-hmm. he had told them that I was. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, too, is that when you first get into the industry and you're moving out here, um, they have the things called model houses. Which is basically a huge house in the valley mm. that they run out. The, you've heard of this? Yeah, but please go. Yeah. Okay. Uh. That uh, <laughs> they run out the rooms. A lot of times they double girls up in the rooms. Yeah. Um, as you can probably imagine with a whole bunch of porn chicks mm. in a house, there's crazy drama. There's stealing. There's violence. There's drugs. It's terrible. Mm. And they completely overcharge. They like charge the girl basically what the entire house costs. What's that? Them. I'm sorry. What's that? God, I just I'm I'm blanking out. The show on MTV has been going for over 20 years. Real world. Yes. Yeah. But it's on. It's it's a real world on. <laughs> it's it's real world on crack. That's the show that has leverage on that. Pretty much. Well, actually, um, Kevin from Type Nine, um, almost did like a, you know, real world kind of. Um, reality show mm-hmm. in the model houses. I'm not quite sure why that didn't happen. By the way, uh, for those of you who watch Real World, I have to say New York, San Francisco, Seattle episodes were my favorite. But <laughs> in anyway, the 90s? Hell yeah, me too. <laughs> those were the best years. They were competing with um, Beverly Hills 90210. But anyway, anyway. Um, <laughs> I love Puck. Wasn't he from Seattle? The crazy motherfucker? What? what? <laughs> or the, cr- the craziest ones? Puck was the guy that like destroyed things and but I know. you know, but, but uh, anyway, I know we, we're getting out, we're getting out of tangent. <laughs> but if you've watched what Puck did back then, compared to what it is now, it seems tame now. It is know? tame now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So imagine if the porn uh, reality show went it's, through. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and it's, it's crazy. <laughs> wow. And like I say, this is what I hear from people. I I hear that it's really crazy, and on, not only that, but they charge you like very high fees for staying a you know oh yeah so you knew you were being taken advantage of well or, i never or you didn't know i would not stay in the model house oh at, with okay. derek in fact i refused to he mm-hmm. lived there too yeah Ugh. was he the only man living there yeah and he's your agent mm-hmm. okay yeah i know exactly so you were the rebel from the beginning exactly so he was <laughs> like oh this little this girl is yeah trouble kind of Did he yelled at you I mean, on the phone when I left set that day, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and the other agent at that time was Bud Lee, and he kind of understood where I was coming from. He ended up breaking off and is now doing a, another agency, but mm-hmm. LA Direct Models, for some reason, is still one of the number ones. Mm. Well, I'd say in, Spiegler in, is number one. Yeah, in adult world, mm-hmm. LA Direct Models consider it the CAA of porn. Seriously, they're big. They have a lot of, you know, Tory Blacks of the world. They're they're big. Mm-hmm. And some people ask, like, why do you have to have managing agent? Because oftentimes when you're making porn, sometimes girls won't show up. And when you have agency or manager, they guarantee that they show up. That's what they get paid for. Right. You know, just imagine you're ready to do a shoot and you have all these people working for you and the girl doesn't show up. You're not going to make the film. So you'd rather pay. Uh, the way I remember is the girl pays 10% mm-hmm. and... Um, the production production pin ten percent, so they basically get twenty percent from the whole. Um, oh wow! Mm-hmm. Every time twenty percent. Yeah, yeah. every a- time. So imagine if you have a bunch of girls working for you, you know, every Jeez. fucking day. So yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot of money. It's good, and but like she's saying, Mark Spiegler is a manager. He has the best reputation. I've heard good things mm-hmm. about him. Yeah. He has a great reputation. He has the best girls, too, mm-hmm. in my opinion. <clears throat> I mean, they're all perfect. They perform amazingly. You can tell that they really enjoy what they're doing. And they're all really nice people. Yeah, and, and, and basically, if you're running a production, you want to make movies, sometimes you don't know if you're using a girl for the first time. Mm-hmm. So if you use big girls... It's a sure thing. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. going to show up on time and do exactly what they say they are agreed to do. Yeah. But if they're an independent girl or with some of the agency that's not familiar, you just never know. Right. Like, it's not cool to send some girl and say she's going to do anal and she never agreed to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like your guy was trying to do. Yeah, exactly. Oof. So. But, and before we get more into that, because of <laughs> course we're going to get more into that, I am a therapist. So, um, or I don't practice as much now. I pra- practice, I have a very small practice now. But, um, <laughs> If you don't mind, if I can ask, was there any kind of like abuse in your childhood growing up? No, Gosh, no. no abuse whatsoever. No, not. Actually, um, I was adopted when I was two days old. Okay. To the absolute best parents I could have ever asked for. Mm-hmm. My mom's a little crazy, but my dad makes up for it. Um, <laughs> honestly, um, he, I, I honestly, like, I can't speak more highly oh, of that's my great. dad. Did you um, ever meet your biological parents? Yeah, my birth mom and I are really close. How did that happen? Uh, she found me on MySpace. <laughs> no way. <laughs> when I was 21. Oh, so yeah. she was looking for you. Mm-hmm. You weren't looking for her. No. Well, I was for years, but she had gotten married and I didn't know that. So mm-hmm. when I was looking for her name, I couldn't find her because she wasn't that person anymore. Thank you, MySpace. <laughs> yeah. I know. Tom Anderson, good yeah. going. It was pretty cool. I mean, um, my older brother, actually, um, who's 12 months older than me. Biological? Uh, mm-hmm. You met him, too? Yeah. And you have I a have relationship four brothers. with him, too? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So. What, what, why, what was the reason why she needed to give you up? Do you remember? Um, do you know? Well, that's a, the funniest story of my past. Um, the guy that she was with was really abusive. Mm-hmm. Mm. And um, so she she knew when she was pregnant with a girl, she didn't want me there. Yeah, she didn't want me to grow up in that situation. Yeah. So, I mean, in all honesty, I mean, it would have been great to know my birth mom growing up, but yeah. she made the absolute right decision. In fact, he's in prison for raping his stepdaughter. Oh, so yeah, wow. <laughs> and that's all I do. Is so she that. was trying to save your life. 
Which she probably she did. did. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure, I, 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 you know, guys, it's such an easy thing for us, but I can't imagine you have this person growing up in your stomach, mm-hmm. you know, and deliver to this world and give up. It, it can't possibly be easy decision. Mm-mm. She made the right decision, but it can oh, yeah. be, you know, so... I'm sure it was very difficult and hard, and I'm sure she was very, very sad about it. But thank God she 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 made uh, the right decision. She, yeah, so I also, don't have any, you know, mm-hmm. like harsh resentment or no, anger towards no. her. I mean, she definitely did what she needed to do. Yeah. yeah, and like I said, I mean, I ended up in an amazing place. I had a childhood with my parents that I could not have gotten from her. You know, yeah. and you know, living in the states and and talking to people about their business. Oh, shit. oh, your phone! Your f- sorry, it's okay. <gasps> the phone is dead. It's okay. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Um, I'm Asian. I could fix it. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, she just spilled water all over his phone. Oh, no. <coughs> so cut and this the part carpet. out. Yeah. So, um, what was I saying? Talking to people. People. Oh, in so the in the states, <laughs> one of the common assumptions is is like every porn girl is abused. Mm-hmm. And um, that's not the case when I go to Europe because they have like pretty positive attitudes about life. They don't think when you have these sexual feelings and having sex in front of the camera, they don't they don't have a big hang up about it, you mm-hmm. know. So, sure, so I'm sure some adult European performers are abused, but I, I think they, their attitudes like you know some people just like to do that in front of the camera. And uh, it's it's a natural thing, yeah. you know. There's less uh, shame about it. Yeah, in the states, I'm sure there's there's girls who are abused, but um, some people have a very positive and healthy sexual attitude, and they like performing in front of a people. Natural. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like here in America, they really like make sexuality like a sin. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, yeah. Well, under those um, guidelines, yeah, Yeah. there's so much shame around it here. Yeah, but then there's a lot of um, misogyny and sexism that goes along with it. So the Mm -hmm. women who do go into that, and the men who are also in the business still like treat women so poorly and try to. There's a power relationship that then develops of like Mm -hmm. trying Mm -hmm. to. I mean, so it sounds like this guy. Uh, your former Derek. Derek. Um, I have no problem blasting him. Okay, I mean, cool. He's all over. <laughs> is I mean, he still if, working? Yeah, he oh, runs yeah. LA Direct. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he is the guy of LA Direct models. Wow. He's very su- successful. I'm not. Right. I'm not taking any deal away. But well, sounds thanks. like he he has this way of treating his mm-hmm. girls that yeah. isn't. I mean, a lot of the good. LA Direct <laughs> girls like have made us, you know. A way like I can't explain it. I mean, they've somehow figured out how to get along with Derek and be successful without being stepped all over. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure how they did that, but I just I put my foot down. And I think with girls, young women like yourself, if he realize yelling at you doesn't work, he won't do it. It's just the ones that works. He he will do stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, and this he'll is continue a, to do it. Yeah, and this it is, works. This is what I. Her. It, 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 but that's the power relationship and the f- instilling fear in people mm-hmm. and, and fear in the girls to be submissive and to d- like that's fucked up and that's what you're talking about the mind control shit oh, that yeah. he's trying to pull on you yeah and like I said I met him twice not very approachable friendly 
but um, have I ever seen him treat women like that? I, I have never been in that situation. However, I worked for Evo Angel for nine years, and when I talked to girls, that was a very common thing that I hear. Like, he would manipulate and treat them bad. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do I have actual evidence of seeing it in person? No, but that's the reputation I've heard. Now, Spiegler, I'm not going to lie to you. When I first when I met him, I wanted to punch the guy in the face because he was kind of being dick to me. But That's kind of his thing. <laughs> but the reputation-wise, it's impeccable. Mm-hmm. It's impeccable. The guy, you know, he... I've never heard any any girl ever tell me he tried to fuck them because he doesn't. Nope. He uh, kick you out if you have a drug problems. He give you career advice, financial advice. Mm-hmm. Look after your interest. Make sure you get paid. And uh, he's very professional. Can I mean, you get Spiegler to represent you? <sighs> Yoshi, make know. it happen. I don't know. Because you're going back into the business now, right? Yeah. No. Well, oh, oh, you're me, meeting no. with Larry she Flint. Is. Well, never mind. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> Um, you know, going on a go see or whatever, which is basically what agents do, mm-hmm. you know, to see like what's out there and what could be possible. I mean, I would love to be a speaker girl, don't get me wrong. Um, but I honestly don't think I'm good enough to be compared to the other chicks. What do you mean? Like, look wise, and you know, they all have like a thing about them. I don't know how to explain it. Well, if you could explain it (laughs) as best as you could. I mean, they're all just so amazing people. And like, you know, why don't you think you're. uh, Well, it's not that. That implies. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you know, they're all tens straight across the board. You mean looks wise? Yeah. Okay, And maybe personality. They're cool, too, or whatever. But yeah. So by 10, you're saying that if someone were to look at them. Physically, they don't mm-hmm. have any imperfections any, right, to, to whatever the status quo mm-hmm. is of what a woman should look like. Right. Well, you're, you're, you're friend with Asakira, too, and she's one of Spiegler's yeah. girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Christina Rose. Yeah. Um, so so thin, very thin. Mm-hmm. Not very thin, but more on the, like, leaner side. Yeah, like more, you know, supermodel-y. Yeah. I guess would be a good like way a to mo- put it. Okay. Yeah. I, I think it could be um, Spiegler girl if you want to. I really do. Maybe. But... <laughs> So you're you're coming back, uh, you know, three years of it uh, away, mm-hmm. um, and um, you're gonna see Larry Flynn a couple of days, and um, we want to talk about other things in, in, in a little and bit. And I'm shooting tomorrow. Yeah. So are you are you are you worried? Because you know you haven't done in front of me through camera in three years. I mean, a little, but not really. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just is it like riding bicycle? You just come back. I to you? think I think it will be honestly. Yeah. Because um, I love what I do. I mm-hmm. loved it since the day I started. I mean. So you said you came, you went into the business because you wanted to have sex with women. So you've obviously had sex with men. Yeah. Children, well, no, I mean, so yeah, obviously. Can you tell me more <laughs> about your sexuality and where you see yourself, like on that um, spectrum, and how that plays into your? movie making i like people mm-hmm. <laughs> i guess would be a good way to put it um i like i i don't like really like labels but i like people you mm-hmm. know i don't discriminate <laughs> i guess would be a good way to put it um i was in a very long-term relationship with a girl for a while you even married her right yes we got married how That's does that work in, cool. how does that work in cal is that did you do in california yeah we did it out here in San Francisco, mm-hmm. where her what, dad was what from. What year? Oh, God. 2000. Before I don't even remember. Prop it. 
Yeah, yeah. right before actually, and then we got it annulled, um, like right after Prop Eight happened. We were only really married for six months, and we really only did it to piss our parents off. Oh, nice. So I mean, we loved each other, (laughs) but you know, it was kind of more of like a haha, this is kind of funny thing than like taking it seriously. I have girlfriends who did that. They went to I think New Jersey or New York on the East Coast, and they got married. Yeah, to fuck with their parents. Yeah. They're, but they're gay. I mean, oh, okay. They're, yeah, they're gay. I mean, are they still married? Uh, they are. I mean, oh, cool. They're still married, but they don't. I mean, in California, it's not recognized. They live here, mm-hmm. so it's it's just it more of like anything. a hey, let's have have this memento of a marriage certificate right. on our wall. <laughs> Remember that time we went to New Jersey, <laughs> and we got married. Like how funny. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You know it. it be, I'm, I'm assuming you're not that religious, right, Lily? No, I, I've never been. I, I, I don't understand why they can just see for what it is. It's a contract between two people. Mm-hmm. I, I think too many people see it too seriously. It has something to do with God. But and, the Bible says. Yeah. It, it, I, think, I think no, it they should not. treat it for what <laughs> it is. Contract, you, you're married with this person. You take care of each other when things are good and bad and treat it as that. And... Um, I I don't see why it really matters if you. Well, I don't know why if some people if two gay people get married, you know, you know, mm-hmm. why is that even your fucking business, you know? It's and, not. Uh, if in fact, if you hate because gay because gay sex is contagious, Yoshi. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be gay. We let one gay person get married. Everyone's gonna be gay. Everyone's I mean, I just think everyone's it, gonna have gay sex. Let's be honest. If if, if you don't like gay people, sounds like fun to me. If you don't like gay people, that pe- that hiv, that yeah. hiv, and that AIDS. Oh yeah, that. I, I think <laughs> if you don't like gay people, then the, then you should support gay marriage, so they will suffer just like heterosexual married couples do. Because exactly. I don't I don't see how that is fun for anyone, hetero or gay. It's and not that bad. Having sex with well, a person for the rest of your life? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Supposedly. Yeah, right. <laughs> Most so, people. Yeah. No. I, and the only reason I make this big case, stink about it, because we had a good news on Monday, because I think Sports Illustrator released, what's his name? Jason Collins? Yeah, coming out of NBA, and, um, you know, good for him. You yeah, know, that's it's, huge. It, 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 it's... it's um, I'm glad somebody, while playing the sports deal, come out and say they're gay. And yeah. Like, I, I, I don't understand statistically, you know, every team's going to have. It'd be interesting to see if there'd be, there's going to be repercussions like in the locker room or if other NBA players are going to treat them differently. Like knowing, because you know how that ha- that will happen in the schoolyard kind of thing when yeah. people come out mm-hmm. in the schoolyard and then like other people to kind of shift like their, oh, like. Once again, like it's like they're diseased or they're like, oh, they don't touch him. Yeah. I mean, like, I wonder if that's going to happen. I I bet you, though, that most people already knew, you know, they were just probably waiting for him to actually come out about it. But I'm sure a lot of the other players already knew. Yeah. Because they're having sex with them. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They're not coming out. No. Yeah, I knew it. And let's be frank, (laughs) you know, you guys are a lot younger than me, but I can't imagine this like in 1980 or 81, you know, or in 80s. With the Magic Johnson, or that's nineteen ninety. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like with a lot of ignorance and misunderstanding about AIDS and things like that, and they just assume certain things about gay people, and they're like any anyone else. You know, they have needs and they they need love, and they should be respected like any other groups of people. And um, um, I wish somebody would have done it, but I don't think it might have been that realistic back then. But this is great because I think eventually. 
you're going to have the second person coming out, third and fourth. And I think uh, for most part, I think people have been very supportive. Yeah, you know? it's getting a lot better. It's getting a lot better. Yeah. And I think even people who hate gay people, they know the repercussions going to be high. They, they'll just keep their homophobia to check and not say anything. Because I think even in the audience, if, if, if the during the game, if somebody says something... People within that seating yeah. area probably will say or ostracize that person. I, I think we are changing slowly. Yeah. You know, so this is great, mm-hmm. you know, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm sad that your marriage didn't last, but, uh, it's you know, right. but um, <laughs> we're still friends. Yeah. Yeah. No, she actually used to babysit my first daughter. Oh, awesome. Yeah. It was kind of funny. <laughs> so you're married and, and, and how does it work? Like. Did you bring it up with your husband? Like, I want to get back into business. Oh, wait. So now you're remarried mm-hmm. to, to a man. man. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yes. I the way Jesus wanted. <laughs> That's exactly. right. You found the path. Exactly. <laughs> well, the only reason we're married is because he knocked me up. But, I mean, <laughs> legally married. Legally mm-hmm. married. We had already decided that we were going to spend the rest of our lives together. Yeah. Um, I wasn't the first porn chick that he dated. Mm-hmm. Is he in porn? He used to be. Oh, what did he do in porn? Um, he did a lot of PA stuff. He did. He built websites for people. Yeah. Um, he also performed in a couple. Oh, cool! You know, a few. Ver- How ver- did you meet him? <laughs> we met on the Sunset Strip um, during the music festival. Oh, the Sunset Music Festival! Yes. And it just so turned out that you guys are in the same industry. Well, no, um, actually, I was walking around with a friend, and we were wearing our bikinis, and. Uh, his coworkers called us up because their office was right over the Sunset Strip, like right next to the um, Roxy, the, the Rainbow Roxy. Oh, OK. Yeah. So, you know, the big pink and green building, it's like totally obnoxious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that one. <laughs> so they they called us up to the balcony and um, we were, you know, partying and having fun. And then he showed up and he liked my tattoos. So we started talking about that. And then he asked what I did. So I told him and he was like, oh, yeah, I knew some people. Do you know such and such? And then I left. And he ended up tracking me down like two weeks later on Facebook. Mm. MySpace and Facebook I have know. like altered your life immensely. Totally. <laughs> and I hate it. But no, it's, it's all good. Well, that's what it's there for. Yeah, exactly. Oh, cool. So I found you on Facebook and then you guys mm-hmm. just hit it off from there. Well, I was in a relationship and he was too. So we were friends for a while. Mm. Um, and and I, I see you. I've seen you guys together and I feel like <laughs> it's a very successful marriage. Yeah. And I saw your kids. They're wonderful. They're pretty awesome. Yeah, they're um, sweet. And <laughs> so I I, um, I I talk about this, and um, I had a really hard time processing it when, he, when we talk about things I'm going to bring up now. Okay. Um, I think I'm ready. <laughs> so Cherry, I, I liked her a lot, and um, uh, she made me laugh. And um, we so actually funny. we actually made a comedy club. I didn't. I didn't. I, at the time, I didn't even know you were in a business. Mm-mm. We made an improv, and we were just laughing, joking around, and things <laughs> like that. And then after I realized you're in the adult business, you know, I saw you here and there. You even did stuff with Evil Angel. Then all of a sudden, you disappeared. And I always respect girls. Um, vast majority of times, not bother them if they disappeared. Didn't tell me anything. I'm just assuming because they want to leave and they want to restart their life. I don't want to be part of their business if if I'm making their life difficult for them. So I just respect them and not, I didn't really look for you. 
Right. You know, I, I worry whenever people disappear, but I just assume you're smart and you made a decision because you ma- you needed to make the decision to disappear. Mm-hmm. Then um, I don't know how, but somehow we met late last year. Did you? Oh, you you um, tweeted to me, right? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. Well, when did you disappear? What what time? When was um, it? September of 2010. 2010. Okay. Cool. Okay. Okay. So I was really happy, you know, because last time I saw, I took, we, we went to Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. You dropped me off. You with your friend. You know, you guys had a good time. And yeah. I think I give you both stuff animals, remember? Because, yes. Yeah. I still have it somewhere. I think um, in my collector's box. And um, <laughs> I, I just, like, adored you because you're just a sweet person. And sometimes working in adult business, some of the girls become really bitter. Mm-hmm. And you were not one of those kinds of girls. And uh, you disappeared, and I was sad, but um, I respect people's privacy. Yeah, and I appreciate that because I needed it then. You know, I yeah, I had deleted my Facebook, my Twitter, everything was gone. Mm-hmm. I had like fifty thousand followers on Twitter <coughs> when I deleted it. Oh wow! Um, I had over five thousand friends on Facebook when I deleted that one. Yeah, but I felt like I had to. So when I met you, we were talking. You know, I um. In January. Yeah, I was like, like curious, like, what happened? Why, 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 why did you disappear like that? You know, then um, you 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 told me your story, and um, I was very upset and angry, and um, I frankly want to kill someone. <laughs> and I've, I've done stuff like that, and anyone who listened to this show, you know, and um, I was really, really angry. So you want to give us detail? <sighs> Yeah, sequence. I can, I can try. Yeah. Um, I guess the easiest way to like put it out there um, is that I was raped by my best friend, mm. and um, West Hollywood Police Department wouldn't do anything because of what my job was. Even though I wasn't his first, I wasn't his second. I was his third victim that had been brought into him. And, to you, them. and you're not going to be the last one. And I won't be. What do you what do you mean that you were brought to him? I mean, like uh, brought to the police department. All three of us went and reported it. Oh. He was detained there for like forty eight hours um, with the other two victims. Um, but they- I made the choice when I went in there to upfront and tell them because I wanted to be completely honest with them about what happened. And I told them upfront that I was in the adult industry. Right. Which was probably a mistake on my part. Yeah. Um, but I figured they were going to find out anyway. So it better be, you know, it'd be better to come from me than mm-hmm. for them to find out and be like, well, why did you hold this from us? Yeah. yeah. You know? And and unfortunately, we live in a world, there's a lot of these um, victim blaming. They say things like, because the way you look, the way you dress, the kind of profession you have. And let's be frank, sometimes women are intimidated by the women, so they will, they will, you know, I don't think women are united in this. Oh, no, they're not. We, you know, we talked about this. Yeah. I, I had ago, a woman like, detective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 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 see, there you go. Like, mm-hmm. that woman was definitely not being sympathetic. Yeah. And yeah. I, I went to the sergeant. I went to the lieutenant. I asked mm-hmm. for a different um, detective because I didn't like her. Mm-hmm. I just felt like she wasn't going to do what she needed to do, mm-hmm. which she didn't. And they basically said, well, she's the best 
There's nothing we can do to help you. Oh, wow. And there's tendency to partially or wholly, wholly blame the victim, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I think I think even them, you're shooken up. So I can't even imagine getting raped. And you start questioning things because we live in an environment, society that mm-hmm. do that to women, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a very sexist culture we live in. Yes. And especially, I mean, shaming and blaming a woman and, and because of their sexuality and in your case especially that your profession being yeah. involved in that i mean that was that's total discrimination it was. and i i don't even want to get into like legal stuff yet if you have <laughs> sued because mm-hmm. i i see I, like if you talk to some lawyers out there there's definitely a case there well the thing was is um at that time i I, I was having a lot of seizures and this is basically how like everything ended up to where we were that the situation happened but I was having a lot of seizures I was having an allergy to something that was causing seizures mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they had put me on this medicine that practically like debilitated me yeah I could hardly like tie my own shoes and what was it do you know the remember the name uh it was Capra Capra yeah mm-hmm. um yeah Capra mm-hmm. um but yeah, it, I mean, the thing was, is it's for people who like are really having seizures and yeah. I was having it for, you know, the allergy to whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and sorry, I'm shaking. Um, but you're not having a seizure. No, no, no. Uh, I'm shaking because like I'm nervous and this is really yeah. hard to talk about. Uh, okay. Um, and b- believe me, it, it was not an easy thing for me to bring up because of course I want to bring provocative story to podcast too, but I when I went to dinner with her tonight, I, I told her like, you, you don't have to talk about it mm-hmm. because I, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't, I want her to talk about it on one hand, because if you talk about it, there's a record. Maybe there's a part of me, small measure of like actually happened. There's a record of like, at least the world mm-hmm. you hear like this happened to her, yeah. you know? Cause one of the worst things is like when somebody does something horrible to you, in fact, that world, dismiss it or, or pretend like it didn't happen that's mm-hmm. that I, that's almost as worse as actually the actual it happening yeah, yeah. And, and so that's like a double trauma double mm-hmm. trauma yeah and um so so that's why i want her to do it and i want to talk to her about it but it, oh, but of yeah. course if there's also part of me like i don't want her to be upset and you know yeah um but i think i think in cherry probably don't know but you know something happened to my father he died mm-hmm. my stepmother had something to do with it so i ba- went back to japan and i beat the shit out i almost killed her you know yeah, you told I, me. I, and and um um well i don't i don't even why what was i was telling you that um because you want to kill the guy that did this to her <laughs> yeah. yeah that 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 too you know it's just um did this then just upsetting but, the, you, but you wanted to seek some kind of retribution for your father's death and something that had happened to him that you felt that she was responsible for and poor cherry over here who's getting no retribution and no kind of justice from the justice system itself for mm-hmm. this act of of trauma criminalization like this she, is a she criminal did, act. she did she did mm-hmm. everything right she went yeah. to the police exactly you're being, you're honest being, being honest and you were punished for it even exactly. more. yeah mm-hmm. so before we continue more let's talk you know because of legal reasons stuff um tell me about this person how you met this person and yeah you said he was your best friend yeah well at the time yeah um well the thing was is i had met him through a mutual friend of me and my now husband 
um i and i you know can't say any names mm-hmm. because you yeah, know yeah. he never was prosecuted so i don't want to get in trouble mm. um but anyway i met him through a mutual friend and we started hanging out and we clicked like we just understood each other mm-hmm. um you know <laughs> we had an awesome relationship he was supportive of my relationship with my boyfriend at the time who's yeah. now my husband mm-hmm. um and things were awesome and then i started getting sick and couldn't take care of myself and my boyfriend was working yeah um and the guy didn't have a job or anything so he'd basically come and help me right he'd drive me to my doctor's appointments and stuff right this is when you were having the seizures mm-hmm. okay um because yeah i was being treated up at um cedar sinai and you know no one could figure out like what was really going on like what was you know the trigger for all these seizures and stuff and the medicine was just making me worse um and then i had gotten into a fight with my boyfriend well husband now um and called my friend and he came and picked me up and took me back to his place Mm -hmm. now before i go any further i had spent the night at his house a few times Mm -hmm. nothing happened nothing he's had never tried to do anything ever before um but for whatever reason this night um he just (sighs) sorry i mean take time yeah Yeah. Yeah. i mean he just completely took advantage of me um i was really stressed out um about the fight with my boyfriend and i Mm -hmm. um because i mean it was it was silly but it was basically about like religious philosophical views on my boyfriend's part that mm-hmm. i wasn't really comfortable with yeah mm-hmm. but that's a whole nother story well we know you don't like the system you question the system no. so yeah. well you know yeah but i mean at, at the time i just didn't quite understand what my husband was into really and all i had heard was bad things so i was going off of what i had heard okay um so yeah you guys have an argument yeah, we had a huge argument. Can I ask you a quick question? Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Um, no, had you have you ever or had you ever gone to this guy's house because well, you'd spent the night there before? Mm-hmm. But had you ever gone to his house after a fight with your boyfriend before? Yeah, and spent the night. So it's usually when you would have a fight with your boyfriend, that's when you would spend the night at this guy's no, house. No, no, no. I mean, um, you know, we'd go out and party because um, he lived in West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So we go out, you know, to the Rainbow and get drunk and I wouldn't want to drive back to Melrose and La Brea so right. we just walk over to his place. Right. You okay. know, and it was a time when my boyfriend had work the next day so he wasn't with us to drive me home. Okay. Right. You know, so, I mean, it, it's like I had been shit-faced, hammered, I mean, could hardly see where I was walking. Right. And, you know, had stayed over there. And nothing had happened before. <clears throat> okay. So this time? This time... Um, I I went there and I decided to drink, which I know I shouldn't have on my medication at that time. But yeah. I was just so stressed out. And he had something. Um, I mean, I swear that he probably drugged me, but I don't know. I mean, I I just woke up with handcuffs on and in his bed. And I don't remember anything mm-hmm. besides that. Um, by the time he was done, I was bleeding. Mm-hmm. I had bled all over his bed. Oh, my God. Um, I had gone to try to leave. Yeah. And I left his, um, I left the bed. And this was many hours after it was over because I, I guess I had, like, passed out from shock or something. I don't yeah. know. Um, I left the bed and there was blood trails 
on his floor mm-hmm. to the door. Oh my god! I mean, it was pretty bad. Um, so, okay. and I tried to leave. I yeah. didn't have my car. My phone was dead, by the way, so I couldn't call my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, he was asleep, and I tried to get a cab, and the cab driver wouldn't pick me up. So I then went back into his apartment, which, by the way, he had a friend there at the time. His Where was the friend? On the couch in the living room. And did he wake up when you were... I have no idea. Mm. No idea at all. Mm. Um, but then the next... But when you were leaving... Yeah. He that guy was still asleep. He was passed out drunk. Okay. He did like eighteen shots. <laughs> okay. I'm over exaggerating, but he was he, he was, was sh- properly yeah. wasted. Totally. So he did. He wasn't. He didn't see you walking with blood dripping Mm-mm. down. Mm-mm. What? It you- ruined my UGG boots. I'm pretty upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty cute. Sorry, you, I have to laugh about it. When you when you wake up, wh- I mean, what's going through your head? Because eventually. For sure, first few seconds, you don't even know what the fuck is going on. Mm-mm. We all do when we wake up, but then shortly when you, you know, you're conscious, you know, you, I'm sure your head is spinning like all this information is get coming back to you. Yeah. I mean, you're angry, you're scared. What? What? I mean, the only thing I could really think of was to get the fuck out of there. Like, yeah. I just had to do what I had to do to get home, right. so I could deal with what happened. Right. Um. And I ended up going back in and falling asleep on the couch and waited. And I usually took my medicine at nine in the morning. And yeah. at this time, I didn't realize it was the medicine that was making me worse. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I was still taking it two times a day. I didn't have it on me. Um, he came out and act like everything was normal. Completely like nothing had even happened. Right. So he's a sociopath. Obviously. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Don't even get me started. The um, guy's a predator for sure. Mm. Yeah. But um. So I said, okay, well, I need to get home so I can take my medicine. He drove me home. Mm-hmm. The second I walked through the door, I went into my boyfriend's bedroom and stood there and said, call 911 right now. And yeah. that's all I said. Mm-hmm. And then I dropped to my knees. Mm. Next thing I know, he was driving me to the Santa Monica Rape Treatment Center. Yeah. And then, and then that they, they he went to the, the Rape Treatment Center. Mm-hmm. And what did they do there? Um, they did the test and everything. The police were supposed to meet us there, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, it got kind of late there. What's after. the test like? Like, what? Did, how did they test you? <sighs> Was that a? Uh, do you uh, do you feel comfortable talking? Yeah, about no, that? You don't have to. it's okay. Um, no, it's just been a while since I've really thought about it all yeah. that much. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, you you go in and you sit down with the counselor and tell them what happened. And then if you're comfortable enough, you go into the back room, which is basically like a doctor's office. Right. Um, you strip down and put on, you know, one of the like hospital gown type things. Um, and you lay on a table and they basically give you like a woman's exam. Mm-hmm. Um, they swipe and stuff for evidence and mm-hmm. see like how bad, you know, you're destroyed, I mm. guess. Because, yeah, because... You were bleeding, so there must have been it was tears, bad. and so the test must have come back that you were. I raped. mean, oh, oh, absolutely, it was very conclusive. I mean, the 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 um, doctor who did the test said that I was the worst that she had seen. Okay, so you have all of this evidence, mm-hmm. and poor thing. I mean, you've just experienced this. Mm-hmm. You're at the treatment center, and then. The police were supposed to come and they don't come? They didn't come to the treatment center. So mm-hmm. they said that we needed to come down to the police department in West Hollywood because that's where it happened. Okay. 
So we couldn't go to LAPD. We had to go to West Hollywood because that's where the event had taken place. Yeah. Um, by the time that I was done with the treatment center, I was just like, it finally, I think, hit me mm-hmm. um, after all of that. So my boyfriend took me home and we slept. And then the next day we went to the police because they kept saying that they were going to come to us. And then they finally called us back like later when we were at home and said, you know, well, why don't you guys come to us tomorrow? Yeah. So we tried to get a good night's sleep and went first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I went and told them what happened. Did they test you? Do they have a testing? They don't have a test. Uh, um, so they're... They go... They When we called 911, they told us to go to the Santa Monica Treatment Center. Okay. Because mm-hmm. they're supposed to work together. Right. Okay. So then... That's the key word. Supposed to. They're supposed to. Yeah. Exactly. Um, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Protocol. Um, and then... And then what the, what the police department do when you went in? And uh, they took my statement. Uh-huh. They took his information. And they... Then they paid him a visit. Apparently. I don't know exactly what happened after that. Uh-huh. They said that they did. But I honestly don't think so. Because they would have seen blood on the freaking sidewalk. Wow. I mean, I, I'm not even over-exaggerating with like... I mean, there was like puddles of blood between... His bed in the front door, out on the concrete, because there's steps down, out into, um, well, wow. I don't want to say the street so, name. Sounds so vicious. Mm-hmm. And you must have been in pain, like physical pain. Oh, yeah. I mean, emotional pain, of course. Yeah. And so... And, and let's be frank, Lily. Even if they pay attention and follow through, it's still difficult to, at you know, prosecute them in court. You know, without because, evidence, or yeah, even with the evidence, with evidence, it's it's you know because it just seems like it's really tough. Because it seems like uh, from the police department's perspective, they m- probably get a lot of calls of domestic violence and and mm. the girl who cried rape stories mm-hmm. where maybe they weren't so. And this is what happens that compromises the integrity of the justice system for real victims and people like you who then don't who are actually victims and, right. and need the support of the justice system and then it's not there for you because mm-hmm. of all the bullshit that's happened before so they don't even take it as seriously and they don't follow through with what they're supposed to do and my question is why if they had to go to the rape treatment center and they concluded that you had been raped isn't that enough evidence for them to take that to prosecute to you said that they did arrest him, though? They, he was detained for a little bit? or He was what? detained the second time that it happened. With someone else? Mm-hmm. So not... So you, they just... Mm-hmm. Yours they didn't just detain, fell through yeah, the wayside? just completely. And so, who, I mean, and I, I went um, to a counselor at the... That was my next question. Like, yeah. Did you get help for this? Yes, I did. <laughs> Lots of it. Um, no, I, I went to the... can't remember the actual acronym. It, but it was a Jewish women's center. Oh, oh, I know this one. <sighs> I don't you know. I forget what it's called, but I've heard of this. Amazing. They're good. Yeah, they are. Um, the counselor that I had, I just felt so comfortable with. In fact, when she was asking, you know, I'd go in and tell her what was going on with the um, with the case and everything, and I said they're not going to prosecute them. And she's like, "That's bullcrap." Mm-hmm. She's like, "We need to go up to." the West Hollywood Police Department and talk to them together. Mm -hmm. So she went up there with me 
inside in oh, an interview awesome. with my detective. And still nothing. Nope. She said basically that I had been wanting him and that I wanted, yeah. That where, I, where does she get that conclusion from? I don't know. And the the detective what? decided that um, I wanted him to be my boyfriend, that I didn't like my boyfriend that I had, obviously, because we've had two kids and we've been married since, um, but that I wanted him to be my boyfriend and oh my god just kind of left it totally at that. trivializing your experience mm-hmm. by stereotyping you and then telling me that I was wrong for even coming to them. And oh this crazy God. conclusion without evidence, you know, it's mm-hmm. without looking at the evidence. Because yeah. there was evidence. Prob- there's there's a lot of evidence, but what they're doing is classic. What they do to a lot of minorities and stuff, and, and people that they want uh, that they usually imprison, right? Um, is what they do is they'll take evidence like, oh, well, so you were drunk, okay, mm-hmm. so you were drunk, so that's why you went over there and you probably had sex and that consensually or whatever they want to twist it into, right? So that it, it puts the blame on you like on you're right. asking for whatever and they you know and they do this to so many people mm-hmm. and i'm i mean i'm very sorry to hear this and it's like it, it breaks my heart well i mean i it, it's good to talk about though you know because yeah. it is the reason why i left i mean obviously i was sick before so it's kind of already starting to get out of the industry because mm-hmm. i i got so sick i couldn't you know barely even tie my shoes and <laughs> and then that happened and um, and is that when you that's doing when I like completely just I you know shut my Facebook off my Twitter everything yeah. was gone I imagine did you did you experience depression or post-traumatic oh, oh, stress oh, I had PTSD so bad it wasn't even funny um, they put me on clonopin oh my god that's really sedating yeah I needed it yeah can you explain what that is because i don't we've I, talked about it uh, uh post-traumatic stress disorder mm-hmm. so that no, no 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 that medication oh clonopin well clonopin is anti-anxiety so mm-hmm. it really like calms you down and clonopin because i worked in rehab so i would see a lot gotcha. of people who are addicted to clonopin mm-hmm. so it's hard to get out of their system mm-hmm. um but so it's an anti-anxiety anxiety yeah benzodiazepine yeah. um but clonopin is it's it's a serious drug and 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 I believe in medication for things like this where you can use it as a crutch. If you're going through mm-hmm. something like this, especially where mm-hmm. you need something to take the edge off, or just not even it's not an edge, it's just trauma. Right. So you can live because what most people don't understand is how traumatic rape is sexual abuse and physical abuse and emotional abuse and all of that together and then to be the way you're victimized by the the core system so now you're doubting yourself they're making you feel crazy mm-hmm. you're not getting any justice from anywhere and, and i lost my best friends out of it other best friends uh well or? yeah like my best girlfriends really what do they not believe you no they thought well this one bitch is totally crazy um to this day she's just insane like she tweets the most ridiculous nonsense um, but she thought that my boyfriend at the time had inducted me into his cult and was shooting me up with heroin mm-hmm. and made me believe that I was raped. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to hear that. So your support system was also it falling was apart at the same time. Yeah. Uh, but you still uh, had your boyfriend. Anyways, I had yeah. my boyfriend. I had my parents, you know, uh-huh. um, actually the first person I called, um, after my 
husband got well boyfriend whatever um got out of bed yeah um he made me call my dad and my dad immediately said call 911 go to them wow. now yeah don't even wait because so something that happens with people who who've been traumatized is that so they live in a constant state of fear then their mm-hmm. cortisol levels go up and cortisol is a stress inducing hormone so now you're in constant like the fight or flight that we've talked about before here like what war, war veterans go through mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so this is happening to you i presume yeah and um so you and you go and you get medication and that helps you balance out mm-hmm. do you feel that okay oh yeah no i totally felt that okay. i mean like i honestly don't think i could have gotten through that first week or so i i was only on clonopin for a week okay good oh um, good yeah <laughs> they were no, like, no 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 yeah. no no um that's awesome well I, that I, brings the other funny story may, well not may, funny but may, may i add two i guess common knowledge and i'm sure this is something you you know already mm-hmm. I, I i don't know the number but i just know the spirit of uh, what i hear of the knowledge about these things which is vast majority of rape happen between people, people they that know. You, they know oh, yeah, yeah. And rape is one of the most underrated crime that uh you know underreported underreported yes yeah. and then and when you hear stories like this i mean this so-called f- best friend raped you but the police raped you too yeah you know they really raped and you know, I, I I keep talking about this documentary because it was amazing. But the, the Invisible War last year about the the, the sexual assaults in military bases, mm-hmm. militaries, mm-hmm. and these serial rapists are protected by the system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the rape victim, uh, you think this these kinds of things only happen in places like Afghanistan, which I just got back. These uh, patriotic women are raped by a married guy. So mm-hmm. instead of being a victim, they get blamed as committing yeah. adultery, yeah. and which is absurd. You think you could only hear shit like this in Central Asia or Middle East, but or maybe a hundred years ago, yeah. Right. <laughs> and now, but it's but still fact, so it's, uh, pervasive. But but it's so pervasive. It still happened in America in the middle. You know, it's, it's just unbelievable. Just imagine your father and you agreed to send your daughter to military. It's bad enough you might go to war fighting people overseas, but yeah. the fact is, your dog, these women are getting attacked by the very people they're supposed to work with. Yeah. And um, so, it, if and it, if, it, if it happened into that great institutions, you know, then it's not. Unfortunately, it's not that surprising they happens in other other fields. Right. Um, I never understood. Look, I I, I say all kinds of scumbag, terrible things, but you know, they say like some some of my friends sometimes it's jokingly but I, I got the feeling they really believe it like well look at the way she was dressing exactly yeah no. let me tell you something i could dress up in armani suit with a very expensive watch loan by russell peters and wad of cash that does just because i look like rich and have stuff doesn't give you the right to rob me you know mm-hmm. that kind of thinking doesn't make any sense you, mm-hmm. if you rob me you're going to jail so why is mm-hmm. it that you make assumption about they, you know, yeah, they make loopholes t- for themselves to rationalize irrational why, behavior. What they, yeah. what they want to be accepted because the the philosophy is unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Most most cultures are very misogynistic and sexist, even the mm-hmm. one we live in here, mm-hmm. and we just accept it as normal, though. So we get inundated with all these sexist remarks and rape jokes and all these things and mm-hmm. whatever, and just like 
this is just the way it is. Well, mm. it, it is the way it is because we choose it to be that way right. and to normalize <laughs> behavior that shouldn't be normal. And um, raping is not normal behavior. It's, it's, it's normal for barbarians who were mm-hmm. going in and raping and pillaging, but it still it wasn't okay. Once again, it's not okay. Just because it's being done does not make it okay. Right. Um, and uh, like in the military and in the invisible war thing, I remember... The, we're talking about and I watched some of that um, and what's happening here is n- you, women are being classified as sluts, bitches or like you're a bitch if you don't do what I say, you're a slut mm-hmm. if you do have sex and you're whatever else, whatever, however they want to classify you to degrade and shame you and put yeah. you away and then you who have this and these, and these are mi- women in the military that were seen this way yeah. and then support, here comes Cherry and she's like, I'm telling you guys that I, I work in the adult industry. So th- where it's completely professional. Right. There's, if that happened on set there, so, or I'm sure I would hope that there would be actual oh, oh, absolutely. consequences, right? I mean, you know, the thing it's is. It's not tolerated. No, I mean, the thing that a lot of people don't understand is, you know, it is, <laughs> it is work. You yeah. know, it is a business. And people, most producers, most actual producers run it as such mm-hmm. you know they don't tolerate that stuff mm-hmm. um actually tomorrow um i'm shooting with dungeon core and doing a bondage scene mm-hmm. to kind of help me get over this the trauma mo- yeah, yeah a little bit more than i already have i mean i've really come a long way in the past couple years yeah um I really didn't have a choice, but I had to get over it. I had to move away. And you have a very loving, supportive husband. I mean, incredibly. I'm so lucky. But, yeah, I mean, the thing is, is, like, I still, to this day, have scars on my wrist from the handcuffs. Oh, Um, my God. And and that, to me, is, like, a reminder, you know, to be a little bit more cautious Mm -hmm. about who I let into my life. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the hardest thing about what happened was about two and a half weeks after no three and a half weeks after that happened yeah because i was almost four weeks i was pregnant (gasps) and they put my date of conception september 24th of 2010 which is the day that it happened and so the entire pregnancy you thought it was his kid Mm -hmm. but i had had sex with my boyfriend earlier that day Mm -hmm. um and you did the DNA test? Mm. Yeah, yeah. She's, and it's your yeah, she's his. husband. Okay, Thank good. Thank God. <laughs> <sighs> no, she looks just like him. So, but yeah, no, I mean, I had to go through the entire for pregnancy months. for nine months, not having any clue. And every time I went to the doctor, every single time they brought up that date, I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Like, How? can we just change it to like the 22nd? Wow. <laughs> you know, I mean, just every single time it was a reminder. Wow, you 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 spoke to your husband. I mean, did he tell you what was going through him? I guess I my mean, natural inclination is just to get a gun or something, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. We've had several talks where we've you know really mm-hmm. thought about it, but you know, <sighs> he's eventually gonna get what's coming to him, you know, and. You know, karma comes back on you, even if it's for revenge, even if it's because you were, you know, something was done wrong to you. If you go do something bad to somebody else, it's going to come back on you. Absolutely, because um, 
I think Victor Frankl talk about this. He, um, Man's search for meaning. Yeah. I love Victor Frankl. He, um, Holocaust survivor. And um, he's in a book, I think if I'm, I'm paraphrasing, it's been a long, I mean, Jesus, I read it in 1989 or something. Mm -hmm. But he said that basically you don't have control when things happen to you, mm -hmm. but you definitely have control over how you react to it. Mm -hmm. And believe me, I, Holocaust, getting raped, I, I can't even imagine, but um, I, I, I think I think you you're such a sweet, well-grounded person, mm -hmm. and and it's natural that you want that person to die. Natural, you want to go and kill that person, but ultimately, you knew that um, my 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 impression from you was it will only hurt you and the husband if you did that. You know, right? Exactly. I mean. I want the guy dead. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want, get I want me wrong, I do too, but, you, you know, know, I don't want that, you know, on my hands. I don't want that on anyone that I care mm -hmm. about hands, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's going to eventually get what's coming to him. Because, like I said, I wasn't his first victim. I wasn't yeah. his third, or second, I was his third. So. You you also said something interesting. You said if it was L.A. County, they probably would have done more. Yeah. Why is, what, what's the reasoning behind um, that? Well, one, because we have a lot of friends with LAPD. Mm -hmm. um, and my good friend, I'm not mentioning names, yeah. but um, he even told us that had it have happened at, say, like our house, you know, he would have taken care of it and the guy would be in jail. Mm. End of story. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, that's like so frustrating for me because, you know, like he spent a lot of time at my house. And like, why did he choose his house? Like, he probably, he, he probably he knew, him, he yeah. knew he could get away with it because yeah. he had already twice before. And the most fucked up thing about it to me is that I had never met those other two girls ever in my entire life i had heard about them once from him um and that was about it but when, our when, stories when you, when, you, when you say him you're talking about the rapist yes yeah um he brought up one of them because once before because he actually told me that he was accused of raping her Ugh. and i'm like you gotta be kidding who would do that why would anybody accuse you of raping anyone mm. you gotta be kidding me mm. um and it just, it didn't make sense to me at that time. And I'm like, okay. And then he told me, you know, like she was crazy and they were dating and all this stuff and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Well, the friend that had introduced me to him knew the other victims and got us in contact. And I talked to them. And when they told me the story about what happened to them, um, it was identical to mine. And I mean, like identical in ways like because we all remember certain sounds that he was making during that time that still to this day haunt me mm. um and there's no way that all three of us could make that up because it's so unique yeah. so specific oh yeah and those two did they try to file both of them they went to the police west and hollywood police mm -hmm. West Hollywood Police, you got to step up your game. What the fuck? Yeah. What's going on? So and, why didn't and, you choose and, to sue? And, and because they didn't do anything, they create environment, this kind of shit will happen yeah, again and again exactly. and again. And what's the point of reporting it if they're not going to do anything? Like Right. And, and when I brought it up to the oh. detective that he had been mm -hmm. there already, um, they said, Eugene, well... I'm so sorry. Could you talk no, it's okay. to Jacob? Mm -hmm. He's the next guest. 
sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. No, it's okay. Um, when I had talked to the detective and told her that I talked to the other victims, she's like, well, it doesn't matter. He wasn't prosecuted. Wow. So we couldn't even use them in a court mm-hmm. of law as witnesses or as anything. Um, but the, the reason I... Honestly, from the beginning, once all that shit went down with the police department, mm-hmm. um, my thing was, you know what? I'm going to use my name that I've created for myself, and I am going to go after this guy like he has never seen in his entire life. I was going to fucking destroy him mm-hmm. with my name, mm-hmm. and I could have. I totally could have. Mm-hmm. But then I found out I was pregnant. <laughs> mm. And uh, Your first baby? Yeah, first. Mm-hmm. Um, which funny, but, um, three months prior, I was told I couldn't have kids <laughs> by, by my OB, <laughs> my hormones were like way off and stuff. So, wow. yeah. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. No, All this okay. misinformation people are giving you. <laughs> and it happens. It's life, you know, <laughs> Well, it's good that you have such a good attitude I mean, I try. as a survivor, especially in just, but, uh, you know, I was pregnant, so we decided to move back to Texas. Um, which I think was the best decision, and I just kind of laid it to rest. I went to counseling out there, um, but I was pregnant, so I didn't want to go after him. I didn't want to put that stress on my body during pregnancy because I knew that wouldn't be good for my child, mm-hmm. you know, and she came first. Mm-hmm. So, Wow. So and you when you moved back home, um, I mean, did this guy ever try to contact you? or um, He contacted my boyfriend the day after, um when we went to the police mm-hmm. and was like what the hell am i hearing about this and stuff like i don't know what's going on and this is really confusing and i mean so he's playing a dom and mm-hmm. like like and did your boy what did, what did your boyfriend say to him nothing we just never responded no ever wow we just left at that I'm so, so sorry you no, endured okay. all this. But I mean, like, I, you know, I needed to talk about it. It's been, you know, yeah. several, well. Have you, have you getting any years. sort of counseling or anything? What do you mean? Counseling. Yeah, she was oh, getting counseling, counseling yeah, in oh, yeah. Houston. And here. And here. So I got counseling here until I moved there. And then I found a therapist there that mm-hmm. was really awesome. So. Oh, did you just out. do talk therapy or did you do any other kind of therapy? No, I just did talk therapy. That really, really helped me. I mean, I've. I've been through so much crap in my day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, not necessarily all bad, just a lot of stuff. And I just have this, I guess, you know, it's life kind of perspective. And you just roll with the punches and you do what you have to do. This rapist guy, did you ever hear later on he did the same shit again? I haven't heard anything yet, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't surprise me if I did. And he still live in the Hollywood area. So, um, well, he actually um, moved into the same apartment complex where my friend that I had met him through Mm -hmm. lived at. Mm -hmm. She ended up moving because she didn't want to be near him anymore. Yeah. And she actually, unfortunately, lost all of her friends because they all picked his side. Yeah. And he's technically family to her. I'm not going to get into how, Mm -hmm. but kind of sort of family to her. So... You are, I mean, just looking at you, you, you look amazing. I mean, just not even, I mean, physically and Thank especially. I don't have makeup on, so thanks. Well, <laughs> you look beautiful. And I mean, your spirit is so balanced and just kind of like, there's like a peace about you. 
which is really amazing, especially having this trauma happen fairly recently. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've worked with rape victims and survivors, and it's a really horrific thing where most people really do not cannot comprehend or understand what that's like yeah. or what the repercussions well i mean i still have flashbacks don't get me wrong like even being intimate with my husband sometimes it comes back to you mm-hmm. but you're working on that with your therapist like yeah. do you talk okay, so there's techniques that you're trying learn? yeah yeah okay. yeah it takes time i <laughs> yeah, mean you're doing very well especially and giving birth to two children mm-hmm. as well you're definitely <laughs> sur- you are survive you are the fittest you are survived darwin we'd be very proud of you <laughs> thank you <laughs> and you're serving him well thank you Mr. you know you know cherry you um you have two daughters mm-hmm. and um you you, you know you know the you know biggest problem I have with Christian people is um, instead of preparing the kids to the world the way it is, they're trying to prepare the world the way they want should it to be. be right. You know, and I think I know many of the Christian people mean well, but if I have kids, I will not. I will prepare them the way it is, and I don't want to be too cynical about it. But if especially if I have a daughters, I I have to be very vigilant because. I, I was a young guy once. I know what kind of things go through your head when you look at women. But um, I hate to say it, but I, I would have to prepare like, you know, sometimes those crazy feminists do have a point. I mean... Well, they're not... See, that's in, see now you're just... You're stereotyping. You're saying like what? crazy feminists. You're putting those two words together. No, you're, no, no. You're putting into... No, there are crazy ones like Andrea Dawkins. I mean, Square. There, there are some that are very radical and extreme. Those, yes. and there are crazy ones, Andrea Dawkins, who think having sex with any man is considered all like rape you know consensual i'm not, I'm not talking about those you know I, 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 I don't want them to think like well that. i think people already have a misconception of the word feminist and it's so negative like there's like this negative mm-hmm. connotation for women to stand up for women's rights mm-hmm. and case in point no no but a I woman don't, I, standing I, I, up for her rights i'm not saying Yoshi, you're no 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 i'm I, just I know, just to clear I, it up I, I'm, it's I'm, very common I, it's, it's a very common way. thing i i don't i'm I don't. I don't want to. I mean, what, okay, maybe. Sorry. Maybe. I, I, I'm not trying I, no, to. No, like, no. I, I know you're not trying to correct me, but I, I do know there are. Re- there really are some crazy ones where even during the consensual sex, they think yeah. it's a rape. And, and, and that's uh, absurd. That's absurd. Yeah. I don't. I don't want them to think. But, boy, I um, I, 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 I have a two daughters. Then I, 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 I have to spend more time preparing for them. You know, because. Um, it does scare me. I don't have kids, and I, I get scared when I see young <laughs> girls, you know. Yeah. And um, I was very upset when you told me this. I um, I was really upset after you after even you left that night. And um, yeah, I wish that guy was fucking dead. I mean, yeah, I wish that guy was dead. I, w- I wish I don't have a qualm like obviously beating people up and stuff. I just don't like the constant going to prison, you know. Right. If I had a free pass, I mean, that's what I think would want to do, you know. And yeah. um, I was, yeah, I was very sad and upset. It made, it made me cry. I'm not going to lie to you when you told me. I'm sorry. No, that, because it's, it's kind of crying, like, there's a word in Japanese called kwashi. Like, you're so upset and angry that it, it, you, you shed tears. That was mm-hmm. kind of tear I'm talking about, like, 
I was upset because I couldn't do anything for you. Right. Absolutely nothing. I mean, I could. Then I spend the rest of my life in prison and whatnot, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I'm just so angry with the system because they should take this seriously. Yes, there are times when false, women falsely accuse people of rape and things like that. But, yeah. but it's they, they have yeah. to just follow the evidence. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you exactly. know. Follow the evidence. Exactly. The thing that made me really mad, too, mm-hmm. is, you know, the detective was basically saying oh well you just cheated on your boyfriend and you don't want to admit it and i'm like well that's <sighs> bullshit because i do porn yeah. you know yeah. he's accepting. is this saudi arabia afghanistan and i i cannot believe <laughs> like he's accepting of me doing porn and not only that but <coughs> he had been in so many open relationships before and mm-hmm. we never we never like said okay well we're gonna you mm-hmm. know do this at this time like we're gonna be just strictly us but had I wanted to sleep with anybody else, all I really had to do was go to him and tell him. Yeah. And he probably would have been accepting and understanding of it. Because mm-hmm. that's just how he is. You know? And, I mean, I got lucky with that one, that's for sure. He's pretty <laughs> awesome. That's great. Mm-hmm. I guess the, another part that I don't understand is like, yeah, men want sex, but, I mean, get a. I mean. You can't teach a sociopath yeah, consequences. Yeah. No, especially one that doesn't experience consequences who keeps getting away with it. Yeah. And I'm so sorry. I think hopefully I think someone like him will eventually get caught. Mm-hmm. He will eventually. And I, and I hope you find out about it and you, and you know about it when it happens. I hope so. I mean, well, it. you know, the thing is, is um, my stepdad, oh, stepdad my bio person whatever you want to call <laughs> your biological father yeah that one um i i like to call him my sperm donor mm. but <laughs> um but no he he actually raped many women before he finally got caught many women in fact i have like eight or nine biological siblings and many of those were products of rape oh wow did he rape your mom yeah and that, was, is that how you were conceived me and my brother so which was your brother but your brother wasn't given up for adoption no because um, he was a boy yeah wow so that's and i mean she was a young mom she was a really young mom and um her mom told her you know they were catholic Mm -hmm. so any options were kind of out of the table you know off of the table for like the pregnancy in fact she didn't even know she was pregnant with my brother she went into labor with him one day oh my god and had him um and then got pregnant with me um, but yeah, he was the sperm donor was like really abusive mentally, physically. I mean, pretty bad, you know. So that's why he's in prison. He's mm-hmm. in prison for rape. But I didn't even know this until I was twenty-one. Wow. Your mom. And when did you meet with your mom for the first time? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Mm-hmm. And she told that's you right she off told the bat me what happened. And then when did? Well, how old were you when you got raped? Uh, three years ago. Three. Well, well almost. Ha- September 24th, 2010. Like how um, much after you, when you met your mom? How many years after you met your mom did that happen? Um, I was 23. 23, so two years two after years. that. Yeah. So when you, when you talked to your, your biological mother about it, well, I mean, she must have been traumatized by it too. Yeah, well, I mean, because she made all these sacrifices to Protect prevent you. it from yeah. happening, and then it did. Yeah. Like, wow, that's so tragic. But it's so interesting because things like that do pass down genetically. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you mean like being a victim or no, like uh, trauma. 
Yeah. And uh, anxiety and depression yeah. being part of it. But trauma. So I was wondering how much longer because sometimes what happens is unconsciously when our brain finds information and their stuff just kind of unconsciously. We, you know, most of us run on autopilot, right? yeah. which is our unconscious mind. That so things are like right. brewing. So I just, it's just sometimes, I don't know, like if it's then becomes, when it becomes conscious to you, if you're starting to recreate it, I mean, that's going way into like psychology stuff, but, um, I, L- Lily, just, yeah. can you just explain to me again, you know, um, it, it just seems like, you know, there's feminists, you know, where the women want to help each other on and on. Mm-hmm. But what, why is it that when it comes to rape, somehow some of the women will not believe or... They hate women. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 and when they say, like, she deserved it or... Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I, why is it there's, there's this uniform, uniform way of supporting, supporting each other in the feminism... Why is it when it comes to rape? Why you would think women should be more sympathetic? That's a great question, and you're right because logically we do. Think I don't that. understand that at all. Logically, that should be the way. Most people don't run on logic. Most <laughs> most people don't use their frontal lobe. Okay, they uh, their executive functioning. Yeah, that it, part. It, it, the just women be, like am I that, being just dumb? Or no, no, you're you're right, and that is like it's almost like an epidemic. Why is, why is there unity when it comes to the? Because they're la- siding the, with the aggressor. They're siding with the aggressor. That's what they're doing. Those women who are bashing other women who when they see a woman that's been victimized and choose not to acknowledge that literally turn mm. their head towards it and not help you they do the opposite it's not even like let me try to see if i can mm-hmm. help you it's no i'm going to do everything in my power not to help you mm-hmm. i mean and those women essentially they hate themselves and they're very insecure with themselves and there's a lot of their their things that they're reflecting and projecting on to you and other women um and maybe i mean but basically what they're doing is just they're siding with the aggressor <coughs> and they're siding with people in in the the masculine energy or force or whatever they think is in power because that's where they do do you think, think sometimes women when let's say some some of her so-called friends who turn against her do you think some of them were threatened by her so they're trying to blame her or punish her because she was a threat to them Wait, say that again? No, no, I mean, these women who turn against her, her mm-hmm. so-called friends and whatnot, mm-hmm. do you think part of the reason is because prior to the rape, maybe... They were she, jealous towards her. Her, or, and maybe she was a no. threat to them. Maybe. So, that, that could, tarnishing, her, tarnishing her reputation. reputation. Part, yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely inflicting hatred towards you, um, for sure. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, coming, it's coming from a place of insecurity denial mm-hmm. and a way to yeah tarnish your reputation by not believing you i yeah. mean that's not very friendlike or sympathetic at all no. so the, i mean they definitely had issues within themselves that yeah. already were teeter-tottering on the, <laughs> the verge of whether they were um fully trusting you or they you know they don't even trust themselves right well like i said the one they felt threatened by you for sure the one who um really had started you know the whole like cult heroin thing um i mean she's batshit crazy you can you could go and see her twitter page and see the nonsense she tweets and just be like wow this chick's totally nuts so women who perceive other women as threat as a threat that's the the, one of the number one ways 
to get that girl, what do they do is they try to tarnish their reputation. For sure. So they will call you a slut. They will do whatever they need to do. They'll make up stories. And they usually end up going with a masculine side because they want the masculine energy to to see you as something that's lesser too. So that girl then appears to look better and higher than you are status-wise. That makes sense. And wasn't there a case in Canada recently? Some girl killed herself because she was raped by three or four guys and no one believed their... Was she a teenager? Teenager, yeah. yeah. And and these motherfuckers were spending horrible rumors about her, you know. And... Or was it in Ohio? Those two... The football? Yeah. Yeah. And like, look, there's no way anyone could think that was consenting sex. And these guys are literally carrying her like... Like they're two hunters just killed a pig and they're just dragging her out of the... You know, and they they had a footage and things like that. And um, many, many girls were angry with the victim because they're popular football players and blaming her and uh, just ruining her championship. Yeah, 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 their chances at being whatever champions. So, but, but I think that's. I mean, thank you so much for coming on our show to talk about it. And I mean, I I feel very honored and privileged that you feel safe to do it here. And I know you've known Yoshi for a long time, and Yoshi's yeah. a really trustworthy and amazing guy. And he, there's definitely not Absolutely. a bone in his body that would ever that would take advantage of anyone and their weaknesses. So he's just so loving, and I, I mean, and thank you for just feeling that you can is, is there, bring uh, that awareness to people out there that stuff like this is. Do, happening. do you want to tell people your uh, like Twitter account or something where they could contact you? <laughs> and, 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 no, to, to, to are you back? You're back on. Yeah, I'm back on. I started a new one. Um, I I was like Miss Cherry Freddy or Cherry Freddy Triple X or whatever, but now I'm just Cherry Freddy. Cool. Already spelled F E R R E T T I. But you, but give me the exact Twitter account address. at Cherry Freddy. Oh, okay. That's it. And we'll put it on our page. We need a how many how many followers do you have now? Like five thousand. Five thousand, and Almost you had fifty thousand. Six thousand. Let's follow her, people. Well, I just, <laughs> I just got back on like a year ago, okay. so it's not too, too bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's yeah. really good. Um, we'll, we'll get you back up there. Yeah, no so <laughs> anyone listening to this show and like you, you could offer to help her anyways or... I don't need it. I no. mean, you know, if you want to follow me, I tweet a lot yeah. of naked pictures. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> there you go, incentives. Yeah, <laughs> you get a bonus. Um you know, I, I usually like keep people up to date on my Twitter about yeah. all the fun stuff I'm doing because I do a lot of travel and I've been doing a lot of photo shoots even before I started like shooting cool. adult stuff again. So, um, for those of you been a victim or need a help, or um, there's a great organization called Rain, which is uh, Rape, Abuse, Incest, and National Network, and um, uh, Rain R A I N N dot org one eight hundred six five six hope one eight hundred six five six hope and um um yeah it's 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 it, it just um it, it's it's terrible because you know when when something like this happened and, and because you're such a sweet and decent person you're not going to take it out on your kids or on your mm-hmm. husband but believe me i mean i can't imagine if i was a woman who knows i would have been done terrible thing to others because i was so angry and stuff you know yeah. that these rapists of course lily's right they're a fucking psychopaths and sociopath they don't give a shit but the consequence is not just that one person you're ruining that one person's life and everyone that uh, 
love that person have to you know the best revenge mm. is, is serious is you being healthy yeah. and and, and you, happy and, and happy yeah. exactly yeah. and, and I, it's so wonderful to see that and that you are living your life and so many women don't so yeah. i mean i think you're amazing and hopefully i don't know well, if you speak you. at any kind of like conference or maybe if you I were haven't. interested in doing that kind of work where you can maybe give back to <coughs> Girl, I mean, absolutely. I, I mean, like you know, I said I can't remember what their actual name is, but the Jewish Woman yeah, Center. I know it's not Bet Shuva, but there is a. No, I'm should, trying to remember what it. street it's on because I used to go there. Daily. Is it on the west side? It's um, um and, well, I lived at like Melrose and La Brea, and it mm-hmm. wasn't that far from me. Melrose and La Brea, Jew. It's like a Jewish women's counseling. Yeah. Place. Well, I mean, it's a Jewish women's center. They do a lot of stuff there, but uh-huh. they have like counseling there that's one of the things they do cool but i mean they help me so much like i'm forever in debt with them oh um that's awesome yeah um is there anything you would like to say to the men and women listening just about your experience and or just what you've learned or any kind of like thing you'd like to pass on just about my experience with what happened mm-hmm. or, just, yeah or just anything oh, okay. that you've learned and i mean I, I guess just the best thing to do is you know report it i know a lot of people are afraid because of repercussions yeah and, you know they're afraid of you know what people might think of them but it's best to report it and if not if for whatever reason that's not an option for you yeah um you know at least talk to somebody about it mm-hmm. so you don't feel alone because you do even when you are talking to someone about it for the longest time you feel alone you feel like there's no one there that you can trust mm-hmm. and it's really hard to like be happy again after something like that happens and and let's be frank you know we don't have the perfect legal system but it's better than most the rest of the world because mm-hmm. i just got back from afghanistan and it's, it's just horrendous but even if the police help you it's a traumatic because the, 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 you know, defense will question your integrity or just because you're an adult business. And, you know, they just break your spirit down and the jury will start believing like, well, you're, you're an adult business. It doesn't matter if you're an adult business. Just because you fuck in front of the camera doesn't mean these guys. Right. Like, you, you know, don't want to sleep with everybody. And then it just, I, I guess I'm very naive because when I talk to people about that stuff and how how many times like people still think like that, yeah. you know, so, you know, you, you please call me anytime whenever you need anything. And, Always. Uh, <laughs> no, seriously, call me anytime. And um, I, I, uh, I like your husband. He's, he's been so supportive of you. And um, I, I'm, I'm really am sorry because not, you know, I, I, I think it hasn't soured you opinion of a man you know you're a very sweet person but yeah i was very upset and that guy should fucking die in a horrible death and um (laughs) but yeah i'm I'm glad you still talk about it you know because um it happened i believe you 100 percent believe you and um yeah it really upset me and i i hope nothing but the best for you and your husband and you especially your kids you know and then i know your husband's gonna do a great job raising those kids and oh uh, yeah prepare them amazing father (laughs) prepare them for all the fucking weirdo guys Mm -hmm. there's all the the weirdo guys in this room right now so yeah (laughs) they're all here yes (laughs) good luck with your transition back into the adult film world thank you and i hope it's just as therapeutic and 
makes you feel that much better about <laughs> yourself again because you deserve it and you deserve you. to be happy and i'm looking forward to it i am awesome. i'm a little nervous about tomorrow but i'm working with a good friend yeah. so it'll help really ease me back in the way yeah. that i need to be you know cool do you so. have a website that you want to put out there i don't have it up anymore <laughs> oh. but i did um i mean i own it again but um it's just cherry okay. but it's not up at this time it will be eventually. will be soon yeah. yeah okay i don't know when but it will be hopefully sooner than later <laughs> oh, but i mean if you follow me on twitter you'll know before i go <laughs> you did some voice work for something can you talk I, about no. that oh, okay never mind never I mind can't talk about that all right um all right I guess it, uh, I guess I guess Ernie. Yeah, you could just talk about uh, the voices in your head. I, yeah, I, I guess Ernie had to take that part. But Cherry, <laughs> thanks, and uh, we're gonna, you know, we'll, I'll see you, you before um, you leave again. And um, thanks for this. I know it's not easy, and believe me, I I had a mixed feeling about it. But <laughs> thanks, thanks for doing. Thank it. you so much. Because yeah, I, I, really I, 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 I really want people to get help when it happens, and um, I, I, you know, shame on you. If you listen to this show, I hope you're open minded enough to like not tolerating that kind of shit because yeah. of fucking bullshit and not be discouraged yeah right keep going on mm-hmm. absolutely go, go girl. <laughs> all right thanks cherry well, and uh, i'll see you soon right, thanks definitely.